Happy Valentine's Day, CN. Happy Valentine's Day, CN. <laughs> I'm a, I'm one lonely man to someone with a whole ass family. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. You're, you're telling me there wasn't no, like, special woman on the side you spent the day with, you know? No, not a soul. Yeah. Spending at the DMV, actually. So. No. Well, that sounds fun. Never had to do that. Hmm. We don't call them DMVs here in Canada. Oh, do they, what are they called? <laughs> um, I don't really know if we actually have a place that, that is specifically for driving. I think it all just kind of ties into, like, a place where you go and get your care card, birth certificate, you know, kind of all your vital oh, statistics okay. all together kind of thing. I don't think there's, like, one specific place for getting for for automobile automotive issues like your license and stuff i think it's all kind of tied into one building i got you yeah yeah anywho the finals are here sure after six grueling weeks of the regular season two grueling rounds of the playoffs we get to the most prestigious six v six championship in all of virtual hockey the NZHL championship. I gotta say, we need to name the cup. Calling it the NZHL championships, meh. We need to, we we need to find a name for the cup, don't you think? Yeah, I think they'd actually, I think they've actually talked about it in the past, but no one seems to be able to like agree on a cup or like on a name. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna start the trend. Hashtag name the cup. <laughs> I'm here for it. Yeah. Um. So, a lot of interesting stories happened in the last two round, or the last two series here in the semifinals last week. Um, you know, fortunately, you know, you had to say goodbye to your season, but uh, you guys had a hell of a second half run, and you know, you guys fought to the very end. But you know, once when you got to play them beauty bandits, man, it's. You know, you got to give everything you got, and the availability's got to be really good. And it didn't seem like uh, the availability was the best, but you guys toughed it out as much as you could. Yeah, yeah, we gave it, gave it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to start with that series. Um, you were saying that the first night, Thursday night, you know, the lineup was going to be very iffy, and you know, if we were able to get a split, you know, it gives us a chance. I can't remember the score, but I believe you got pounded in the first game, but came back and got a two nothing shutout in game two. So you got the split, and then unfortunately you're only able to score three goals in the next three games on Friday night, and you guys were done at five. Um, CN, you wanna you wanna break down the series here for a bit because you lived it more than I did. Uh, yeah, and I wish I didn't. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Thursday game one, we got absolutely just demolished, uh, nine to one, I believe. Um, we, there was some last minute, like, so last minute, uh, changes. So we ended up having to take a pen. Uh, I wasn't supposed to be in that lineup. It was supposed to be, um, I want my tots. He couldn't make it. And so I had to sub in which we took a penalty for and then continued to take, I think we had yeah. like 17 yeah, I, minutes first, of penalties yeah, or some shit. Yeah, like, a five-minute major, a five-on-three. Like, you just guys couldn't just stay out of the box. I, yeah, think, we, I think I saw the Beauty Bandits were five for seven on the power play. I Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the numbers were that pretty crazy on the power play. And I don't even know if you guys got – did you guys get a power play at all in that game? Uh, I'm not sure, honestly. I, I, I don't really, uh, remember, but, I mean, it was just, it was just bad. I can actually check right now if we got, oh, just kidding. I cannot check if we got a penalty, or if we got a power play, because for some reason on the stat site, I am the only person who played in that game, apparently. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's, uh... All I think right, we need cool. to go back to the old website. Yeah. I just went to check. I, I literally was just 
you know, see if we had one, you know, but, um, I, I can't remember. We might have had like one, but it, it didn't matter. The, the, the bandits are so lethal, um, with puck possession that when you're automatic, when you're putting yourself down one, like automatically, you're at such a, a disadvantage because that's one less gu guide to, to, you know, kind of stick on. You know, stick with Doc and and cover everybody else like we like you need to. So the you know credit to them. Obviously, they played a great like a fucking great game, right? But we we struggled. I mean, the only goal I actually had, and I passed it in from like the red line. It went to hit Shieldsy on the boards. It bounces off and goes straight into the net. Like I don't know what the goalie was doing. So we had effectively no offense right um you can't do that against booty bandits so you know they obviously took that one home and then the next game our lineup did go back to sort of the original lineup um we swapped our center and right wing uh, and that worked a lot better obviously i mean we won two nothing uh yeah, I think you everyone won, you won the game when you're able to keep the game five on five for the most part. Yeah, I would say I think there was only like one or two penalties for us. So on uh, the the bandits are a very like momentum based team, right? Like if you start to if you let them start going, then it's it's kind of game over for you. But and luckily our team was able to, you know, stop. Um you know, luckily our team was able to hold them back for, for a little bit in game two, but and uh, Friday, just uh, pretty much just a pounding. I mean, the whole the whole time. I think we 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 went to overtime. Um, we went to overtime for game three, and then after that, it just wasn't really close. I mean, game four was two to one. Um, but I remember watching it; and it, it it didn't actually seem close. It seemed like the bandits just kind of weren't forcing like weren't you know firing on all cylinders right game five we got demolished five to nothing and you know that's all she wrote so yeah the, you know it was definitely a different series for the bandits you know they were three minutes away from being down oh three and but they were able to like get themselves back up off the ropes you know in boxing terms and you know find their game and come back in the series this one they you know they you know, the series was tired, but they never had to face much adversity in this series. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just, uh, you know, that first round where, you know, you can catch a lot of teams off guard. But now that the Bandits are now rolling and here they are back in the finals, um, you know, they're, they're the champs and they're still the champs until someone can beat them. And that will be... That will be up to the next team, which we'll get to here in a bit. Um, but for the Mullet Squad, like I said, you guys, you know, had an up and down roller coaster season. Availability wasn't the best. You know, you guys were looking in the bot. You were guys pretty much were sitting in the bottom half for most of the season until the availability got better. Then you went on that big run, um, going six and zero in the last week. You know, take you know, winning the first, winning your first round. You know, momentum was sliding, and then, you know, it just, uh, once again, availability was just, uh, was pretty much the, uh, the Achilles heel again for you guys. Um, but you know what? I'm, I'm credit to the Mullet Patrol for fighting all the time and not just throwing in the towel when things weren't looking great. Yeah, no, we, we definitely started to fight back towards the end of the season when we were all kind of really frustrated. Um, you know, Koala, uh, Koala was a quality bear. He was a, a very major addition of the team. I think he kind of, like, you know, really brought the, the boys together, and that was one of the things we missed in, in the playoffs. Um, with him only being able to play, he would have played, or he played the both Thursday games in the first series, and then he was going to be able to be home for game six and seven in um in in the second second round there but obviously we couldn't you know make it to there so no definitely he uh definitely missed missed having him and i think the team the team was uh was able to fight back from you know a really tough start 
statistically for everybody. You know, so proud of them. Yeah. Overall. Yep. And congratulations to the beauty bandits. They're going for their going for back to back. Um, and honestly, like they're probably the favorites, but like, we're not gonna, we're not going to count the other team out, which we're now we're going to get to the next series. The Squirtle squad versus the Rock'em Sock'em. This had a lot of storylines to it, a lot of controversy and a three, one series choke and losing in game seven. So we're going to get right to it. You know, the first two games, they were scoring goals. Um, both, I think both the wins were kind of lopsided for both teams. You know, I said that this would probably be a very offensive series, but, you know, but I didn't think it was going to be like a lot of like one-sided offensive wins, but, you know, that kind of turned out to be the case. Uh, so they get the split and then controversy we're not going to talk about it much because we'll talk about it a little bit better you know but you know the elephant in the room game three we all know what happened there but we move on because we'll talk about it later game four the rock'em sock'em steal it and they're up 3-1 they only need to win one more game and the squirrel squad are able to see you know keep their season alive and get to the next night Game six, they go into overtime, and, you know, Rock'em Sock'em just needs one shot to win the game. They can't do it. The Squirrel Squad win 2-1 in overtime. We go to game seven where Nikki, I'm sorry, Nikki, but uh, you weren't. You, it wasn't Nikki's best game. There was quite a few leaky goals going in. You know, the Rock'em Sock'em get pounded 6-2. to two. You know, credit. You know, congrats to the Rock'em Sock'em for a great season. But, I mean, it just, you know, when you just need to win one more game and you're up 3-1 and you can't do it, this I think this more about the Rock'em Sock'em choking rather than the Squirrel Squad rallying. And I'm not trying to take anything from the Squirrel Squad because that's, that's great coming back from 3-1 where a lot of people probably thought you were done, especially after, you know, the Game 3 um, debacle. But, uh... I don't know, Sam, what do you think? Is this more about Squirrel Squad rallying or Rock'em Sock'em just blowing it? Oh, I'm sorry. There, it's a bit of, I think it's a bit of both. Um, the Squirrel Squad is a very tough team to beat in general. I think they, they are a very, very deep team. Um, and also, I will say in... in Rock'em Sock'em's case as well as, like, ours, we they also seem to have not necessarily the best, like, of ill. Uh, you know, Albert, I noticed Albert was playing right wing for game six and seven. Uh, unless Teske couldn't make it. Like, I don't understand why you don't have the, the Rocket Richard winner playing. So, I don't know. I'm going to just take, I'm going to assume that's an avail issue um, from, you know, one of the players' side. But this, I mean, this series, it probably would have been done in six um, had the game three whole issue not happened. But like you said, we'll talk about that later. Um, overall, I think Squirtle just kind of, showed that over that overall they were better. They had game one that was a you know an eight to three blowout uh in favor of Rockham. But other other than that, the games were close. So uh you know, minus game seven where I think at that point when I was watching it, it, it just seemed like once the once Squirtle was up like one or two goals, you know, their defense just started ha ha having to take chances. So the game or the the sixty two score, I don't think necessarily reflects the, uh, like the way that game went necessarily, but Squirtle's a very good team and Rockham is also a very good team and I mean it sucks to see them to see them go, um, but I gotta say I think Squirtle will match up better against the Bandits, so I I guess from from that perspective I'm I'm excited about that. Yeah, we, so, so yeah, like I said, taking nothing away from the Squirtle squad, that's a hell of a comeback, you know? Um, you know, rallying your death came through, and, you know, got this to game seven where you could put your best line out, and I think that's what happened, I think. I think that's what they were able to do. 
to me, it's like the Rock'em Sock'em only had to win three physical hockey games out of four. They, they only had to win three and they can only get two done. It's very surprising with the talent they had on that team that they couldn't get that third win. Actually playing, like, the third playing win. Because we'll get to whatever it was later. Um, but I remember Nikki messaging me saying, we got no love for me. Hey, I had the most shots in round one. And I'm just like, oh, you know, Nikki, you're a good guy. But, I mean, come on now. Like, like... Like, he was mad that we, we said Pizzle was better than him. And, I, I mean, Pizzle was better than him in this series. So, like, I, I just don't understand. Yeah, no no offense there, Nikki, but, uh, you know, Pizzle was also up for, for Vesna. So, um, not much else to say there. The, the stats kind of speak for themselves as to why we would, uh, you know, taken the, or given Pizzle the edge there. But yeah, like, um, you know, the, the most like offensive team struggled to get any offensive going in the final three games of this series where they just needed to get one. And, uh, you know, credit to the Squirrel Squad for shutting down their top scorers and their top guys. Like you said, Teske didn't play, so it must have been an availability issue, but you still had Keenis out there. You still had uh, Green out there. You still had... Alfredson, you still had these guys that produced all four of this season and they just couldn't get the job done, whether one person was missing or not. You know, I mean, you look at the lineup that the Rock'em Sock'em had out there compared to the Squirtle Squad, and you would say there was a slight edge probably for the Rock'em Sock'em, even without Teske. I mean, what, what did Squirtle have? Squirtle had shots. He, uh, who was playing center? I'm trying to remember. It wasn't uh, Furry. It was, uh, it was B-Dang. Yeah, B-Dang. Uh, obviously, Pizzle and Net. But, I mean, that's, you know, Squirrel Squad had the edge in goaltending all series, in my opinion. And and Death Maul, when he was playing, he was playing very well. Yeah. And Death Maul played uh, game six, so. Yeah, and oh, it was Felty, Shotzi, and B-Dang, right? That was the game seven lineup? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think Felty. Actually pulled up. Yeah. Okay. Shotzi left wing, beating center, uh, Rydell right wing. Felty oh, right left D. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Felty left D and then Cujo yeah. at right D. Yeah. And Death Mall for games. Okay, so that's so that's not a terrible lineup. But I just think oh, no, that no. the Rock probably had a better edge in their lineup, even if Teske wasn't there. Compared to what they had out there. I just, you know. They just needed to score one more goal in game six and they couldn't do it. And then they just couldn't, they could only score two goals in game seven. It's, it's, it sucks, but I mean, that's just, we're going to look, you know, Nikki's going to look back on here and it's just going to be like, we blew it. We blew a big opportunity to get to the finals. We just needed to get one more win. But congratulations to the Squirtle Squad, man. Like, it just seems like every time I pick, you guys not to come out on top. You just come out on top. So maybe I'm like the one that's like fueling the fire for you guys. I don't know, but it's not on purpose. I just thought that the Rock'em Sock'em probably had an edge in the series. And they kind of did. And they just and then they blew it. So, <laughs> But now we're going to get to a topic before we start the finals. The, the Game 3 debacle where I don't know the full story, so I'm not going to, like, say, okay, this is what happened. But my understanding is that, uh, and I've been on both sides of this before, um, the game was taking too long to start, and I guess some of Nikki's guys in the party were calling for the forfeit win because they were tired of waiting. And I get that. I've been on that part where you don't want to take it, but if you're in a party... And your boys are saying, take it. I mean, you can't tell them all no, right? It's pretty yeah, hard. For sure. If, if, yeah. As the captain, it's like you kind of have to listen to your and guys. I, like, so, 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 so I'm not saying this is all on Nikki at all. No. Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that this wasn't Nikki saying, we're taking it because I want it. No, he was taking it because his guys were calling for it and he has to stick up for his guys. Because I've been on that side of the, of the discussion. I've also been on the other side where 
really, you're taking a forfeit win in the playoffs? And this is not directed at Nikki, but those guys in the party really feel proud of taking a forfeit win in the playoffs. So my question to you, CN, forfeit wins in the playoffs. Is it practical? So uh, I talked a little bit in detail about uh, about what happened with uh, Rack and, <clears throat> excuse me, a couple other LM. Um, and for the most part, I think both teams have the right to, to think that, like, their, their side of it is right. Like, so Rockham, they took the forfeit because it was within the rule, the, the rules, you know, and, and there was some, you know, some late, some, some issues with getting people on, I guess. Um, from what I saw in gen chat, I believe it was, uh, Wicked, who's, uh, internet was or who, who like he couldn't get connect to like the xbox services or something like that so um it, it definitely sucks uh i i but at the same time the rule is there for a reason i just don't know how like how do you punish a team in the playoffs that is just compl- like not showing up you know what i mean like you what it's Obviously, it was just this one guy in this case, whether it was an internet issue or he just wasn't showing up. It's the same thing. It, it's a it's a very tough spot, and and for LM, it's a very hard thing to to you know to talk about. I don't necessarily think there should be forfeits, but at like a certain point, you have to. It, I mean, do you just reschedule the game? Like, if if it gets to to be too late, like, what do you do? Right. Um. And nobody obviously wants to reschedule. Like that's nobody wants that for a very valid reason. So, hey, uh, if if Nikki was truly just, you know, Nikki and Green, if were they were truly just listening to what their their guys want, um, you know, I respect them for listening to their team. Um, but that being said, I, from my understanding, the the game was, or or uh, Death Maul, who was the replacement, was in the the lobby within like within a few minutes of the the time that a forfeit could have been called so maybe maybe in the playoffs you just need to have an extra maybe push it back to 15 minutes or something um for when you can call it just to push you know just to really give that team the chance to to show up and you still would have to take you know two penalties like we're not I'm not saying when we take one or anything like that, like you still are going to be punished, um, you know, having to defend a five on three or, or however you choose to do it. It's that obviously sucks. So I don't envy, I do not envy LM for trying to figure out how to maybe prevent this in the future, because you just can't as a, as a league, like there's, there's no way to really protect yourselves from guys just not showing up oh. I don't know yeah I agree the rule is there you know and and in the regular season yeah you know take the wins like people take forfeit wins in the seasons it's just you know you were that that just kind of makes the rock and sock kind of probably feel worse that they were got given a free win without earning it and still couldn't get the series done so, like I said, this is not on Nikki and Green. I'm pretty sure that had to do with some of the guys in their party calling for it because, you know, they were East Coast and the game was probably 10, 10.30-ish and they were running late. And I get it. People got to work. So they are going, well, man, take this win, man, because I don't want to wait here and play a game and then play two more after. So I get it. I understand it. When you got to play three games in one night, I get it. I just, uh, I just, I don't, man, like, taking forfeit wins in the playoffs just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah, absolutely. It's not, I think it may, like, it's, it's scummy in the sense that, like, you know, you, I don't, I don't even know how to word it. It, it feels, it feels scummy. It feels wrong. Um, but I do get what their players, what, you know, what, what, Rockham's players might have been feeling at that time because that was the 930 game right you get on you get on early earlier than normal 
to play that game, and now these guys can't even show up. Like, I would be extremely pissed, too. So, um, I guess, you know, just credit to credit to Scorville for bouncing back. And, I, I mean, I think all hell would have absolutely broke loose in the in gen chat had they lost that series. Yeah, I mean, if... I mean, nine times out of ten, if you're giving a team the free win in a series, uh, it's, you know, what are the chances that you're going to come back and win that series? But great job, Squirrel Squad. So now we're going to move on to the finals. We're going to talk about it now. The Squirrel Squad versus the Beauty Bandits. Number one versus number two. I'm just going to hang on here. I want to see the uh, the season series. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't yeah. have that off. The yeah, yeah. I'm it. just clicking here, the season series. So I'm just going to go here. So I so think I, I see one. Yeah, so yeah, I know the Squirtle Squad got a couple wins against the Beauty Bandits. Mm-hmm. More near the end of the season there. I I want to say probably the season series was 2-2 here. So, okay, I so believe got, it was. Yeah, okay, so the Beauty Bandits won their first two games against the Squirtle Squad, and now the Squirtle Squad did beat them. Oh, no, no, the season series went 3-1 for the Beauty Bandits. So the Squirtle Squad got one, and then their final matchup was in week five where they lost 8-2. I look at these scores, and the Beauty Bandits scored a lot of goals and the Squirtle squad, you know, beat them once four to three. I think that game might've been in overtime. Just let me look here. Actually, there's probably no way of telling on this website because it's uh, the, trash. The bandits, the bandits beat uh, uh, Squirtle in overtime one game because I remember that was a, a game yeah, the, yes, the yes, like, time yes, slot. Yeah. That's where they were up two goals with like a minute something to go. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, here we go. You know, I've been not giving these guys the credit that they've just well pretty much deserve and earn now. But now they're playing the Beauty Bandits, who pretty much sat comfortable in first place all season. Like I said, they did, had to face a little adversity in round one, but then they kind of breezed through round two. I don't actually, that's not a really good word to say, but. But here they are now. Now they're playing the Squirtle Squad in the final. CN, what's your take on this? Uh, honestly, I think this, the, looking at the team and, um, you know, granted, or looking at, at both teams, and granted that Avail is good and, you know, and, and or as, as good as possible on both teams, uh, I think the Squirtle Squad actually matches up against them really well. Like you said, there was, the series, series was three to one for, the bandits but it was also it could have easily been two to two and i don't necessarily know you know what lineups were there for each game but the um the you know the squirrel squad they like being led by shotzi i think shotzi is fucking on a war path to try and not choke in the finals of the season um so I I can't necessarily like I don't I don't want to bet against either team, but bandits are a very dangerous team, and if you let them start, if you let them kind of you know get into it, they're they're gonna run away with it. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna say, bandits in seven. Uh, but it could go. I mean, it's game seven. I say it could go either way. I think it'll be a great series. Um. But here's what I'll say. If the Squirtle Squad wants to really give themselves a good chance in the series, I've been watching, like, the Bandits play this playoffs, and I noticed that the biggest mistake that a lot of teams do is they're playing contain when Duck has the puck on the point. So they're trying to contain any passing lane. So he's allowed to skate. He's allowed to play on the blue line. He's allowed to just straddle it move around he holds that puck for about a good five to ten seconds and then finds you can't let him do that you gotta have someone pressuring him to move the puck quicker than he wants to do it 
And I, you guys did that in game two. I was noticing you guys had a guy on duck, not letting him straddle the blue line. Like you were getting aggressive with him. Now, obviously getting aggressive with him can also lead to mistakes, but if you're just going to sit there and contain and try to block his shot lane or try to take away a pass from him, he's just going to find someone when they're all moving around and cycling. So I think that is something the squirrel squad really need to look at. Like you can't let that guy play with the puck as much as he wants to. You have to let, you have to force him to get rid of it faster than he wants to. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, Duckhead. Regardless of even like if he plays some center, which you know he might, he might you know kind of start out the series on D and move over to center. I mean, he played. I know for an hour series, he played center for. Or he was scheduled to play some center for games three and four, I believe, and the rest he was at left D. So and he's at defense. You have to contain him, like you or you have to keep a guy on him, like at all times, right? Because he is he is so dangerous with the puck, and they're going to look for him, right? They are going to look to get him the puck and let him, you know, let him control the play. And he's very good at that. So he like he does it for or they, they do that for a reason. And I think it's it's really hard to defend, but it's also not an impossible thing to do or to defend. So whoever plays right wing on their, you know, for, for Squirtle, when Duck is at lefty, you really need to just stay on his ass. Just just try to eliminate him from the play as much as possible. Yeah, because like I said, like so many teams make the mistake to try and play the box out, and then he just finds a, he just makes an amazing pass to a guy who's back door. Or, you know, he... He ends up just finding the lane that he wants and cuts through the D kind of thing. Like you have to, you have to like, you have to keep the pressure on him. You have to force him to do something he doesn't want to do because he doesn't want to turn the puck over at his own blue line. So he'll, you'll make, make him to make a pass that he didn't want to do. And you know, the cycle game is kind of disrupted a little. Yeah, absolutely. And when he's at when he's at center, uh, their lefty is going to look to you know to to control the play in the way that he does. So if you when he if he if he ends up playing center, if if Doug plays center, whoever whether it be LeBronto or somebody else steps in at lefty, put put pressure on them. Right, same thing. Their their whole team scheme runs from that top, you know, from that lefty spot. Looking for th- looking for tips, looking for one timers, anything. They're gonna, they're very good at puck control as a team, and and you know LeBrano and and anyone else on there who might play defense. They're no slouches either, right? So their team is tough to play against for sure. It's definitely not impossible, like some people may feel it is. And uh, I'll say, like, a key for the Beauty Bandits to win this series is they got to take away the best player on the ice, which will probably be Shotzi for most of the series. You got to take a space away. You got to you gotta disrupt them. You can't let them start breaking out that wing with the puck. You know, I, you know I'm not trying to pick on my boy Shotzi, man, but he can lose his cool when he starts to get hit around a lot. He, he's unable to do anything with the puck. You know, if you you take him out mentally, man, it's it's a good chance that you know you've probably thrown him off his game, and probably it will like eat at him for the for a lot of the series. Because I've been in the playoffs with him, and like you know, when he starts to get hit around and and he can't do anything with a puck, and you know he's losing the puck all the time, it gets to him, and he starts to lose his cool. And maybe and I haven't been with party on this, so maybe he's different. I haven't been in a party with him this season at all, so maybe he's a different guy. But I mean, you know, bad habits tend to still leak into your game. So, you know, if you're on the beauty bandits, man, you're taking the best player away from the ice. Yeah, I don't care if the other guys have more room on the ice to do anything with the puck. You're taking away the guy who's just who you know. You're taking away their best playmaker. You're taking away their best score. Bottom line. You let those other guys win the series. You don't let Shawsey win the series. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, just keep 
just keep Shotzi in check if you if you can keep Shotzi in check. So I guess that would be Malik on the right side. Um, which it's I mean it's that's definitely a tougher matchup. Keep Shotzi together and and his stuff. He's a very good player, but I, like you said, he's gonna get frustrated if if things don't you know start to necessarily go his way. So just key to them, yeah, locking down Shotzi for sure. And the, by the way, what I was saying earlier about the bandits being beatable, that is absolutely no hate to anyone on the bandits because like I've said, you guys are fucking studs. I mean, you were first place in the in the league you know, through the regular season for a reason, so. No hate. Yeah. Um, Except for Who do you think? Fuck that guy. What do you think? Say it on the podcast. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> Who do you think has the edge in goaltending in this series? Because the Beauty Bandits have gotten some pretty good goaltending this series. But, I mean, the other team does have Pizzle. So, yeah, squirrel to squad without a doubt. Truly. You um, think Jay Pizzle is still the edge in goal in that? Or, or Death Maul. I think, both, I think both of their goalies are better than, okay. I, I mean, okay. in my opinion. Um, you look at the numbers of how many shots, um, you know, the Bandits goalies have had to face. And it's not a lot. It's really not. Um, I mean, one of the, the, the game five, uh, you know, game, game five for an hour series versus them, they, my team literally had three shots and that was with shield D in as well. Um, obviously I think at that point the, the series had, we had kind of mentally lost it for ourselves, but like they they're not getting a lot of shots so yeah they may have like actual decent numbers it's not hard when you're not facing a lot of like high quality you know chances um i think Pizzle and Deathmall both have proved that they will keep their teams in games at points and i haven't seen that from either from either of the the bandits goaltending the defense is where i think you know Booty, ha- I think Booty has the edge on defense and scoring, not by a ton, but they do still have that edge. So, you know, just from a overall perspective, it may look, or it may make the Bandits' goaltending situation look a little bit better than it actually is, just because of who is playing in front. Yeah, of them. yeah, I think the Squirtle Squad need to really clog up the neutral zone on these guys. Don't let them get any speed coming out their own end and the you know, breaking it in. Like I think the squirrel squad really need to clog up center ice and, you know, make it hard for them to get it to get into the zone. I mean, easier said than done, but I mean like you know, you watch so many beauty banners games and as soon as they get into, you know, they're able to break it in, it's like the puck's back to duck and then the cycle starts. Yep, exactly. So just don't don't let them get set up if you can, truly. Um, you know, take advantage of they're always gonna have a guy chilling in front as a defenseman. Take advantage of the fact that now you can just crawl like, you know, give give guys shoves behind uh like from the back in front of the net, right? Get them clear them out. Don't let them don't let them look for that tip. Don't let them look for you know, a kind of rebound because that was some of the goals that were going in against us, uh, you know, in closer games. Again, in the in the tighter games against Booty, it seemed like they kind of just were. They were really able to look for the greasy goals and and play that Greek style that will work. So, if the games are still close, just eliminate eliminate the, the kind of greasy greasy shit. Don't let them get in as much as possible. And honestly, I think you uh you have a real good chance. So. With all that being said, my prediction, um, listen, I, I, this is my mentality. It's always been my mentality, even when I'm betting my money. Um, they're the champs. They're the best team until someone shows me they can beat them. And until someone shows me they can beat them, I'm always going with the best team and the team that's the defending champs. So it's beauty bandits in six. I, I I mean, I'd, we'd love to see a seven-game series, but I just, for some reason, I think the Beauty Bandits can get this done in six. Yeah, I, th- I think this series for sure for sure is going to need, uh, you know, night night three 
Like for sure gonna be a Saturday game. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to watching it. It's gonna be good. Um, you know, here I am again going against the Squirtle Squad, so maybe this is the fuel they need. Maybe they like post all my quotes in their Discord chat, who knows? <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. Now, well, that will be it for, you know, pre going about reviewing the last two rounds and previewing this round. Um, so we got our finalists for the awards. Um, I don't know if we want to talk about that yet or wait till the media show talks about it. But uh, we're getting to the nitty gritty here. We have the three finalists for each award. Uh, um, I haven't, I haven't seen them yet. I don't know them. I just know that CN's in charge of it, and I think he's got it all locked. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I guess we can go ahead and go through that because uh, Furry was going to talk about those on the show today, but then they didn't end up having it uh, because of it being Valentine's Day and whatnot. Yeah. Um, do you want to go? A, such, a, such a bogus day, right? To scam people. Yeah. Uh, is there any specific awards you want to go through um, or just kind of... No, I mean, we can, you know, like the Hart Trophy. Um, I'll take a guess and then you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. All right. Um, I'll say the Hart Trophy had Keenis. Chotzi uh, and Duck. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. Uh, Keenis, Keenis, Duck, and Chotzi. Um, I I have all the, just for clarification, when I say all these names, I have them in alphabetical order, so... Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. that's the way I have them listed. No okay. yeah. specific order whatsoever. Just alpha. Okay, so yeah. So those are your three finalists for the heart. Shotzi, Keenus, and Duck. Congratulations. And yeah, good luck to any one of those three. Uh, we're going to go with the Norris Trophy, which is the best all-around defenseman. Uh, hmm. Who could it be? I'm going to say, well, obviously, Ducks won. Durr. Yeah. Uh, if Doc was up for an award, um, spoiler alert, yeah, he was at least yeah, the top three, yeah, I, yeah. Think. I, I think. I oh. think. Let me see. Uh, Doc Keenis. It's a lie. There is one that he's not. <laughs> uh, Doc uh, Keenis Turk? Yep. Exactly that. Keenis, Keenis, uh, Doc Turk there. I mean, most of these, I will say, most of these are, are relatively uh, predictable. Um, yeah, one of, I'll just but kinda... I'm still like to guess. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. really. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, so Duck Keenis Turk. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll kind of go through a couple that I will say that I thought maybe yeah. uh, were like either some shockers or some of the awards that weren't like set in stone, right? Um, yeah. I, I'm gonna say so the one of the ones, uh, the I'm gonna say this one just to piss him off the John Scott. Uh, in alphabetical order, uh, top three are Gomez, Lazar, and Shotzi. Uh, and that's the biggest goon award. Uh, yeah, that's that would be interesting because Shotzi was a bit of a goon this year, but I mean, it's Gomez is the king, so and, and so this is one of the ones I thought maybe was a little bit of a shock or was was definitely a little bit of a shock to me. Uh, the the GM of the year, so your captain of the season, really. I need to rename that award. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, that's 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 like the owner, GM yes, owner. Yeah, yeah. So that's the okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Road Duck. Mm. Nikki. Yep. Who would you say for your third? Sorry, who was all nominated for it again? Um. Uh, so you said Nick, you said Nikki and Doc. So the ones that I think were nominated were Mikey, Furry, and Wick. We're out of those the other three. Oh, okay. So I can't see it being Wick. Was it Mikey? Okay. Yeah. So you actually did, but you got one wrong. Uh, okay. And this is, like I said, the shock to me a little bit. Uh, Heroic Duck was not in the top three. For that, <clears throat> I mean, which, which I was shocking to me because are... of how uh, how good of a, a player he is. Now, okay, so so it was so so it was furry Nikki and yeah Mikey. Then. It was furry Nikki Mikey, or what furry Mikey Ooh. Nikki, I guess alphabetically. <laughs> what are you boaters doing? Hey, I uh, I just report him. 
I just report that. Uh, it's a bunch of haters. I yeah, I'm a little shocked that Duck uh, wasn't in. However, the one thing I will say, and and you know maybe this is because of LeBronzo kind of making some shit very clear. The this season seemed to kind of have LeBronzo being the one that kind of ran things like trades and and any roster moves. So maybe from that aspect, that's what put some voters off. Uh, I, I don't remember the exact results, like the exact numbers. I do remember it was close, um, that the the points were all close uh, through all three of these. And obviously, I won't be revealing anything here. But um, so, you know, all three of these, as well as Duck, I believe the numbers are really close. So. Okay. Navesna, I mean, I already know two of them. I'm just trying to guess who that third one would be. Um, who are you? Who are your two that you have? Obviously, Pizzle Shaner. Okay, yeah, yeah. just making just making sure that yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I knew I, I knew Shaner for that, sure, but I wasn't yeah, sure. Yeah, I was trying to think those. who that third one would be. Hmm. I will say the the Vesna number three is like was very like divisive. The top two, um, yeah. You saw me go ahead and say it. <laughs> Was it Dan? It was not. Uh, it was actually well, Squirt. Oh, I was gonna say Squirt. I knew it was one of those two. So yeah, it was. It was, it was uh, okay. Once again, alphabetically, Shaner, uh, Pizzle, Squirt. I didn't remember yeah. Shaner's name. It's like <clears throat> I Shaner, whatever the fuck. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and usually when you're the owner of your team and you play goaltending full time for your team and your team's able to. You know, make the playoffs. You give yourself a pretty good chance to get nominated for that award. So, yeah, I mean, I know uh, one of the things Rack was looking for when he agreed to own with with Squirt was, you know, having one of the the best goaltenders in the league. You know, kind of locked up. That, right. So, uh, Squirt absolutely had a had a great season or had a had a good season. Um, just nothing else much to say. Okay, the Selkie. Selkie. Let me think here. Well, I mean, obviously, Mr. Bruin. That's going to be one. Uh, I don't think Rubber Ducky, probably. He always seems to get nominated for this award. And... Mm, trying to think, because I know Ducky was the only winger and then everyone else was center, so... Uh, and I don't know. Yeah. All right, um, all right. well, you got one right. Uh, in that, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Bruin, Mr. Bruin was on there. Uh, yeah. the Selkie is Floppy Whale Meat, Huntsville Mikey, and Mr. Bruin. Okay, so. Uh, congratulations to them. Uh, about damn time that Floppy gets some recognition. Personally, or I think you know, I think so, at least. Yeah, I'm. Sp yeah, I mean, I only just picked Ducky because he yeah. seems all you get nominated. Yeah, for, for sure. Award, yeah. Not... Um, and I mean, he was he had you know stats that were that were were all really well, like were really good in the, you know, definitely good enough to get him top five. Um, I don't remember who finished where. But even that, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be sharing that. So, you know. But uh, congratulations to those three for sure. I, I think. All right. I don't so, know if there's any. The Lady Bing. Okay. <laughs> um. Right. Okay. Let me think here. Motor uh, City Madman. And... Um. I'm trying to think who else was a binger. Mozzie, probably. Okay. And can you read me the nominees again before I pick my finalists again? Okay, so I, I, I'm pretty sure Motor is definitely one. Yeah, okay, so you had so you said Motor and Mozzie. Um, yeah. The other three were. Oh shit! I remember two of them. Oh, Wong Tong Chu. Oh, Wong. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was the other three. So you have, you said Motor, Mozzie, 
um, Wong, Mikey, and Bruin. I'm going to say Mr. Bruin. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, some criminal fucking disrespect to Mozzie here. Uh, but the lady being nominees are Huncho Mikey, Mr. Bruin, and Motor City Madman. Okay. I mean, Mikey's a good guy, so oh, yeah. I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, you stole Mozzie's spot. I just, I completely forgot that Mikey was nominated for it when I already picked Mozzie, but yeah. Yeah, those, those are good candidates. I mean, I never heard any, like, you know, I never seen anybody have problems with those three guys in the chat room or in parties, so. I mean, that's what the lady bang is, you know, you, you're not toxic and you're, you don't take penalties for your team. Yeah. Sure. And, and all, all right, those... we'll guess a couple more here and then that'll be it. Uh, the nice guy award, like the teddy bear award. Snuggles. Yep. Yep. A snuggle oh. award. Before I try to guess, can you read me the, the, the nominee list again? That was in the voting. Cause I for totally forgot. Uh, give me one second because I don't want to get this one wrong. <laughs> um, but I know Motor was one for sure. Um, okay, we got Motor City Madman, Kono 92, Eddins 98 or X98, uh, Floppy Wilmy, and Who Used All the TP. All right, I'll say TP because he's just a teddy bear all the time. Uh, and I'll say motor again and probably Pono. Uh, so you got the, the first two right there. And then the third was, uh, was floppy. Uh, the third one, the champions okay. didn't have floppy did. I just, uh, I thought the league might've gave Pono some love. Oh, I, but, I mean, right. so I, behind this little, little behind the scenes info, uh, I, I was the one that put, I think I, I might've said this on the last podcast. I can't remember. Uh, I was the one who, for the most part, put the awards, like, lists together, you know, with, like, I obviously did, you know, have some help from the rest of the media team, uh, and, you know, people went over it and whatnot, um, so it wasn't just me, but I put Pono on there personally, and, and I think a lot of people agreed with me once I explained it, uh, because, you know, he had to go through so much shit this season that, and, and he continued to have a overall, you know, good attitude about it that, you know, I think it, it was deserving of some love. Um, a little shocked that he wasn't in the top three. But, I mean, all of these guys are fucking great people, right? So, uh, realistically, we could have a kind of shared, you know, a shared snuggles or, you know, just kind of give out some more shit like that. And, and all of them would be on there. So, great dudes. All Do around. we have the Karen Award still? Uh, so I'll, I'll give a, a little insight. We, uh, we're doing something special for the Karen this, this season. Uh, I won't reveal oh, okay. what. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. But we'll, we'll have a little bit of a surprise on the show. I think, uh, I think it's going to have like a little, it. okay. I, I, yeah. Yeah. Cause there was many of them, but yeah, I get it. Yeah. So, uh, we'll, uh, yeah, uh, definitely check out the show. Right. We'll talk about it on the pod. If we have a podcast after the, or which I'm assuming yeah. we will after the finals. Well, I'll, I'll talk about it then as well, you know, but. Yeah, so we'll be we'll be running a little bit something different for the Karen, not a All traditional right. Karen winner this season. <laughs> All right, and I'll guess one more: the co-captain, which okay. they call it the captain. Is that what it is? Uh, the that one's the Jack Adams because it's like the coach. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Okay, that that's gonna be Lebronto. Um, Green and. I don't know. For some reason, like, I remember him being on the list. Did anyone pick Lavinka? Uh, so you had the, the first two. So the, in alphabetical, it's Lebronto, Shotzi, and XG Green. Right, right. I, right, Shotzi. I yeah, keep yeah. thinking the furry was running the team. Yeah, my bad, Shotzi. Well, because yeah. remember, this Shotzi. was the co-captain, yeah. right? So. Yeah, yeah. Like, so furry actually was yeah. the co-captain, like, to start the season before John. Left. Yeah, that's what was confusing. Yeah. yeah. I, I asked uh, about, like, how we would, you know, kind of run that. But, like, if you get back, like, you won the, the GM of the year when you uh, filled in for King Perp or whichever one left. Mango or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Mango. So, uh, that was kind of the precedent that we yep. had set for that. Yeah. 
Well, congratulations to everyone who became a finalist of these awards. Uh, good luck to you. I hope you, you know, for one of you people in each of these categories, you know, congratulations, whoever it may be, you know, congratulations on all your hard work. And congratulations to everyone who finished the season. I know we got one more series to go, but like, you know, season 14 is just around the corner after this. Um, I didn't look at the sign-up list yet, but as any, you know, or what the numbers are, but hopefully, you know. They're, uh, they're numbers. Right now, not looking too great, but it's we haven't really pushed it. You know, yeah, we haven't really, yeah, you haven't really pushed it. You haven't like tagged uh, everyone yeah. every twenty minutes on the Discord. We haven't even actually tagged everyone once. So there was there was or there was yeah. one technically that wasn't at everyone for it, but it was, uh, it wasn't even actually originally an at everyone. So people don't get that ping when they add that in, right? Like, cause it was a a, a message because there was an issue with the sign up. Uh, the sign up like channel discord had an update where you could like kind of select what channels you wanted to see. And a lot of people like didn't see it by default. So, uh, you know, I think Billiam's got that fixed and, and taken care of. So now everyone will have access to that. So get your signups in and we can get this season under or the season 14 underway. Hopefully sooner rather than later. Yeah. It'd just be interesting to see who wants to come back, who, because I know for a fact that I was in a, you know, had to play those games on the saboteurs and a bunch of those people like, this is my first and last season in this league, you know, yeah. and a lot of people have said that before, but I, you know, you know, the, the morale in the room wasn't the highest, even yeah. though we showed up to play, so. That's a, yeah, and that's to be expected. I mean, I think you guys had, you guys had some guys that would, would definitely show up to play and then were, uh, you know, it's some, some good guys in that, in that locker room, but obviously, you know, having a lot of people came in to, to that, you know, to the league and were on that team and unfortunately got to see the, the ugly side of, uh, you know, banana leagues where what happens when you've got a bunch of people who, you know, only show up to play with, uh, excuse me, one like group of people. And, uh, when they don't get on those teams that what happens from then. So, yeah. Well, also, I think that, like, we need to really, like, maybe get the commissioners onto the podcast in the off season, and maybe, you know, start shooting ideas of how we could change the format of this league or what, what, what needs to be changed about the league or what could be better, what, you know, what didn't work, what could work kind of thing. You know, maybe they'd be up to it. Yeah, uh, I think they would for sure. I know for I mean his Furry has been on the podcast before. I think Obi would be willing to do that as well, um, as well as pretty much any other LM. I think so. Uh, yeah, we can for sure get some of these guys on the podcast. Um, yeah. I I think at some point they're going to be releasing a like a, a form for like feedback, which is fully anonymous. So like, don't be afraid to you know let them know, but also keep it constructive, like. Or, or if it's not even if you're not necessarily giving and you know another idea as to how to fix whatever you feel is like a problem, just don't say like, oh, uh, I don't know, like I, I'm just I can't even think of something. But oh, don't let booty own. Like like come on, you think of a, some form of a some form of <laughs> come on, no. like something to to provide feedback and and say this is a potential problem or whatever right that was a horrible example because now i can't think of a way to actually say that like you know properly but just you know make sure that when you're you know if you're going on there and you're submitting uh some feedback just keep it specific and and say exactly why something why you feel something didn't work or needs to be changed to whatever don't let beauty owned. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard people. No, I've heard people say it before. I've been in parties <laughs> with people about that. Yeah, I mean, I got no problem with that team, like that management team coming back. Like, you, you hate it? Do something about it. Beat them. That's that's what I got to say about that. But yeah, you know, if, until if, you can, they're just gonna keep you know winning cups and being the best in the league. So, yeah, I agree. <laughs> well, I think that's it for me and CN on this 
Valentine evening. I hope you all have, who have women or wives or girlfriends or, or boyfriends, even or side chicks, anything that yeah, you've done. You know, yeah, man, we're we're not discriminative. You know, all very yeah. inclusively. You know, I hope you all had a good time. You took took your loved ones out for dinner, and you know, you made smoochy smoochy, and you know, <laughs> got a special time and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> God, we're children. <laughs> it's also it's also almost ten thirty at night for me. Yeah, so. yeah. Oh, all right, guys. Uh, I just want to say good luck to both teams tomorrow night. I can't wait to watch the games. Uh, good luck to everyone who we just announced were the three finalists for some of the awards. We didn't go through all the awards because there's some. It's just yeah, yeah. And they will be uh, yeah. if if we didn't go over them, they will uh be put yeah. out there when uh. I believe the next Wednesday is going to be the uh, the time when we do the award show, like as well as a breakdown of the finals. So, uh, like on on the media show. So, uh, you know, if you if the award wasn't listed, it'll be on there. So keep your eye out for that. All right, boys. Um, we'll probably have one more pod, which will be after next week, and then might be on a little break here till we figure out what's going to happen with season fourteen, but. Like I said, this was CN. I'm Westy. Good luck tomorrow night to the Beauty Bandits and the Squirrel Squad. Peace out, boys.